grab your definitely not trademarked silver masked huntsman and little green child friend. It's time for GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode Ryan's titty fucking our guest of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host GCR and with me as always. Uh, oh, not Rob, Rob Bass. Bass. Here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm and not him. Cartoon Joe. And um, <laughs> it's a shame we don't have Rob because if we did, we would have a full murder of crows. Mm-hmm. Instead, we have what we always Incubus have. is here. An attempted murder. <laughs> our first guests, our favorite guests, don't tell our other guests. ASAP and Mark from Wayward Raven are here with us tonight, and I couldn't be more happy. What's up? Hi, you guys. Hello, fellas. I'm ecstatic because I get to see them in this yeah. new Zoom format that we're doing, which is yeah, yeah. It's I, adding some sizzle for me. I don't know. I just really realized this is the first time I've ever actually seen Nick because mm-hmm. I've met Joe. I've seen GCR all the time, at least on images and stuff. And Mark, well, I can't get rid of him. So <laughs> I, I just, I just figure after this show, you're going to be like, and that's our last ever video. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, I did, Mark's got this, uh, this like a uh, American Mark Strong thing going for him, doesn't it? He really does. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> he's like a, he's like if the Brits did an action movie and cast an American as the villain. That that oh, like, like a that upside down Mark Strong situation. Upside down Mark Strong. Right? Down Mark <laughs> exactly. Strong. Okay. Write that one down like there. It. That's pretty good. That'd be Mark Weak. Mark <laughs> Weak. Well, it's uh, well, what's Car- the opposite? Yeah. What's the opposite of Mark in the boy name color wheel? Robin. Robin Erasmus. <laughs> sure. Erasmus. It's the closest I can get to erase. <laughs> Fucking Erasmus. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he's an Erasmus humor. Or wait, American doesn't, actor. Uh, doesn't Uncle Wayne have a friend named Race? Yes. That's sort oh of like God, yeah, race. The race from um Johnny Quest, right? Yeah. Race week. Oh my god. My uh, new what my new hell? comic is gonna have a detective in it. And his name is Race Week. <laughs> uh, spell it though. <laughs> With like conventional spelling. IT. Okay. Two e- I T. He said, "Spell it." Jesus oh, Christ! I get it. Stop it, Joe. Stop. <laughs> so, wayward Raven fellas, Mark Asap, how are you, buddies? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. You know, I'm only one whiskey in so far. So, uh, you know, it's I been a long day. I'm drinking you a know. Coors Light. Oof. The, that's not even the champagne of beers. This glass. No, that's refreshing though. I, uh, it was within, uh, as I ran in from outside, um, it was within arm's reach of heading inside. So I I actually, I, I'd like to apologize for my target. Those of you listening don't know I was late, but I'm like a half I hour. told them. We told them. But we weren't recording. They know. Oh. You know what, though? It, it gave us time to catch up. Well, feel it in their hearts. That's why I did it. Yeah. So I was going to go and tell you what I'm, what's making me smile this week. Oh, uh, and it would be, it would uh, be oh, the impromptu um, a stop from my my sister in law and my niece 
They we didn't know they were coming. They came for the last couple of days. That's they're a cat. Across, they're across the street, mm-hmm. and uh, all my nieces and nephews are over there. And we were playing uh, sardines. I don't know Ooh. if you're familiar with sardines. It's like the a pool re- game. It's like an opposite hide and go seek, right? So one person hides while everybody else counts. And then you go try to find the person. And when you find them, you hide with them until oh. you're the, the last person to find huh. everybody like is the loser. You know what? I just thought of a perfect game to play at a convention when it starts to suck. Sardines. <laughs> <laughs> you're just hiding. Yeah. I'm just going to go to somebody's ours, table. Hey, I'm going to hide under your table right now. <laughs> ours is to release between seven and 13 pheasants into the, uh, into the main convention area. That's a broad swath number of pheasants. There, now, I've, I've really only experienced this at Gen Con and I've been to no other cons. So you guys are, you guys just left a con just recently, actually. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of conned out already. Yeah. We left, we had two cons this last weekend was the first conless one we had. And now we're doing a con this weekend coming up. And which, I feel like there's one more coming up in, in mid August. There I, is, which, I, is, which is to say this weekend we're being conned. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's a, it's going to be a terrific con though. It's going to be a, ter- yeah, it will be a terrific uh, con. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> like a long con sort of situation. Yeah. Oh, it's one extra. It goes to Monday. It's a long time. Oh, uh, no, I meant more like a Robert Redford style. Like, oh, um, oh yeah, like, yeah, I got you though. A jackal. Yeah. Um, I think that was, so that Redford, that, was that Richard Gere? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't Ooh. watch a Richard Gere product. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, at those cons, do they have like a PA guy who like interjects oh, things throughout the oh, day? Sometimes we want to murder the guy. Oh. Ah, uh, I, I, my eye is twitching right now. Oh, yeah. so it gave a you a mini stroke by bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. Mark, just, just, uh. Why don't you start pitching the books, and then I'll tell you what what it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's 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 kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, come on over and take a Wayne look at Knight all to the main stage. Wayne Knight to the main stage. <laughs> Wayne no, Knight. Don't. But but I was. Ah, uh, yeah. And they're gone. Jonathan and they're gone. Is it, is it like the, the MTA stage. in terms of quality or? No, it's just like the moment you're in the middle of a conversation, some asshole is just telling you about something like, oh, yeah, by the way, hey, everyone who's buying comics right now, go the fuck to the other side of the computer yeah. for a cosplay gotcha. thing. <laughs> At Gen Con, is, yeah. the PA guy will say... It's actually really pleasant for the uh, most part. Attention Gen Con attendees! And then he'll have yeah. like an announcement. announcement. And we constantly wait for him to say things like, a wild dog has been released in the exhibition hall. Because <laughs> the things he tells you are like, it'll be, it'll be like soft pretzels are now available. Like, okay, why did that's not a fucking PA? <laughs> that's thing. not an announcement. Why are you, you don't announce that? that the soft pretzels are now available? with like real announcements too, right? Like, oh, attention, Gen Con attendees! The painting contest is beginning on floor three of <laughs> venue nine or whatever. Terrible. We just wait for the yeah. worst. We we are waiting for when they say the first of 13 pheasants have been released in the exhibition <laughs> hall. Because then there's something to look forward to. Right. There's 12 yeah. more pheasants. Dude, but, and hopefully a prize you, for catching one. Catch or kill one? We don't know. We've never got that far. Is, is it more of a catch and release type of thing? I think my, that's what I'm thinking. It's more I of a challenge coin. 
you got to ring it. You got to put it in that little pouch that you have on your back. Mm, yeah, your and then, pheasant pouch. And then you go to the front and you turn in. Each dead pheasant gets you a token. And then you, I don't know what you do. We never got well, that which, far. But they don't well, tell three, you. What three they don't dead tell pheasants you is, is free you, admission for next year. If you bring a live pheasant up there, you get three tokens. Mm. They don't tell you that. They want to see who can, who can muscle one up there. You guys keep talking pheasants, and I keep hearing ferrets. <laughs> Less fun, more stinky. Probably. Harder to catch. Much Less yeah. pleasant than a pheasant. I don't know. As, as a oh, city boy, I'm probably more familiar with ferrets than pheasants. Well, I feel like they I'd, probably attack your beard at random times. <laughs> I'd like to think a pheasant is, is a free game. Like if you catch the pheasant, or not a pheasant, a ferret. Sorry. Because it's yeah. much harder. I thought you were going for like some sort of pun there. I did too. And, it's and I was like, I was like, actually, you got to you got to buy a license, and you need the equipment. Um, dogs Keep aren't out of the bathtub. Dogs are- <laughs> They're just going to reek a lot of shit. I mean, you know. Oh, here goes. Here uh, we go. You got to shower in the car wash, and then go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. To pick <laughs> now up we, got, we got vermin puns going on. Yeah. They'll weasel their way out of it. That's not bad. Yeah. That's, that's pretty decent. You know, like that. Pretty like good that. on short yeah. notice. You know. uh, Joe, what's making you uh, smile this week? Oh, I, I'll, I'll let me finish my thought. What's making me smile is I got to, I just got played at some awesome hide and go seek and sardines with my nephews and nieces, and um, uh, that's why I was late. My apologies, but I wasn't going to ditch. I was I was the Solid sardine. Reason. I was hiding. I hide good, man. I got good hide. It'd been pretty funny. It would have been really cool if leaving. you did the podcast while being hidden. That would have been. That's <laughs> it really crossed my mind, but wow. I. It crossed my mind to just be on my phone and being like, I need to explain what's happening right now. But I didn't, I didn't think. Actually, it was, I didn't I'm think kind of feeling let down by you, by that, Ryan, as being a person who has podcasted from a variety of uncomfortably odd places over the years. I really yeah, right think now, you should like the back of a Volkswagen. I was going to go there. The brief no, image this we got is... of you, you're like sitting on a, uh, a, a, a bench in a gym. Uh no, I am I am stuck in the Honda, which isn't even my car. So that's this is comfortable. You just break into somebody have, else's have, car to do a podcast. He just he goes he found <laughs> he started grabbing the door handles, walking up the street. First one open was a Honda CRT. He got in. That's where he's podcasting from. I no, I put a flyer. I wish out that was a thing you were doing last year. They know that every Wednesday they just leave cars unlocked, and I sort of pick one at random. You know, I'll leave like a, a quarter in their ashtray. Attention, Gen Con attendees. Be sure to leave your car unlocked for wayward podcasters. Exactly. No, I have called into this podcast from uh, an airplane that was taking off while stewardesses were telling me to turn my phone off. I have been in, yeah, uh, cars, Chipotle lines, conferences, uh, sporting events. The audio quality is always played through too. It's been great. Oh yeah, it's no, it's no mystery that I'm that I'm somewhere I shouldn't be. But you want to supersize that? Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. I'm podcasting. Yeah. Give me I need to talk to my sponsor. <laughs> Give me a second. It's hold my on, turn this to is do very plugs. important to the people of Moldova. <laughs> oh shit! So what's made you? What's made you smile, Joe? What has made me smile? You know what? I uh, I cucumber I feel cocktails. Like- Cucumber cocktails? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I am drinking a green beast with no cucumbers. And it's delicious. It's very good. It's very good. I'm sorry. Um, absinthe 
Oh, it's it's an absinthe cocktail. It's uh four parts water, one part absinthe, one part lime juice, one part uh simple syrup. And then in theory, you're supposed to also muddle three cucumbers into it, but I don't have any cucumbers. So I'm drinking like a a Just, trans uh, green beast. It has good? no cucumber. Um <laughs> It is good. It's delicious. It's incredibly refreshing. Um, and it is making me smile, but it's not what I was going to say. You should um, the rules of, of the uh, cucumber vodka. And there you go. Oh. Yeah. The rules of the green beast, though, is if you don't have the cucumber, you have to blindly grab the first thing that you find in your fridge and, and muddle mm. that in, which could be could be mustard, could be some pepper jack cheese. Yeah, I do uh, have a zucchini, which kind of looks like a cucumber. Yeah, but. give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe after two or three more <laughs> but uh i think it was actually shit into it like is, um, Mary. I, I finally got on blue sky nice yeah i'm really happy to be on blue sky it uh it feels so much like twitter back when twitter was nice we actually just got on there too so oh outstanding oh. what's your uh I mean, in a burst of creativity, wayward raven media <laughs> excellent <laughs> we weren't sure what to do yeah, we thought it over long and hard. Well, we only had one invite code, and we couldn't split it th- like three ways. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair. It's not a Nobel Prize. Yeah. Which I recently I, uh, found out you can split three ways. I'm also on Blue Sky. Um, I I have said one thing on Blue Sky, and it's I just said I find myself less funny here because I kind of feel like. Like right now on Twitter, you can say anything you want. You could be as snarky or fucking stupid. It's yeah. it's a weird place. I feel I mean, like blue sky. You can, I, sh- I should not, have wore like like a tie. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tone it down a little bit. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like I can't be funny on blue sky. I had to be like the weather's nice today. Yes? Question mark. <laughs> get a monocle. You gonna get a monocle? Everyone everyone is yeah. watching still. You miss an opportunity to do a, just a bunch of weather puns on Blue Sky, so. Oh, yeah. oh. I, I like to uh, I like to change my handle, or whatever. What what is it? Is it called a handle when it the thing the whatever display name? I yeah. mean, yeah. If you're as old as me, then it is a handle. But it's a yeah. handle. <laughs> I, I like to change it to whatever is like most convenient to the conversation. So, like somebody says, like nobody is saying Biden should resign, or whatever. It doesn't have to be Biden. It could be Trump. I don't give a fuck. I'll change my name to nobody and be like, Biden should resign. Um, so right now, uh, some of the, a lot of people have been sharing screenshots of like, most tweeters don't like this. And so, because it'll be like uh, somebody telling Cedars. a Nazi to go kill themselves. And so I'll be like, I'll change my name to most tweeters. And I'll go, actually, I really like this a lot. <laughs> More people should tell Nazis to kill themselves. I feel like it loses something when you change your name to something completely irrelevant and somebody goes back into your history, though. Mm-hmm. But, but it, sure it does. might make it weird but if like, you change your name to everyone says this thing and then they back. Yeah. Well, everyone does say Nazis should kill themselves. Right. It's the uh, it's the uh, it's the ephemeral nature of Twitter. It just it exists as long as it exists and then it changes. Wait, but isn't um, it called, isn't it called zeding now or something it's a zeet. like that? Oh yeah, it's yeah. A, a, a sheet. I like to say eating. It's yeah, it's I, eating. I've well, because it's because it's shitter now. Yeah, I assume. Okay. I assume X I T T E R is part of the sign is still up. Like, so, so is the X supposed to represent a butthole? I mean, is that the, the... yes? It's a oh, butthole. The butthole. 
I won't just allow it. I'll, uh, I mandate it. I did you, have you been following the thread of the guy who actually had the Twitter handle that was just at X a little bit. I saw that he said all's well that ends well. So he must've gotten a payday. Well, I think he must've got paid. Yeah. Um, Probably signed a thing saying he couldn't talk about it. Yeah. But his Twitter handle now is X nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's kind of a little, little wordy. It was just X, and he just got it taken away. And yeah. I think he probably filed. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you own. Like, do you own your handle on Twitter? Is I it even yours. I don't know, but I, I mean, it is if you built a brand around it, right? right? It is. Yeah. Against, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they offered him a few coins. Oh, just I'm to, certain. It is technically against the uh, terms and conditions to buy or sell handles. Hmm. Yeah, the the closest I've ever seen to that is I knew somebody who had an in at Twitter back in the day, and they were like, hey, can I get this handle since no one's using it? And I tried doing that, too. It worked for him, not for me, because like the day before I was able, I was el- like, there's a grace period back in the day where if somebody hasn't used a handle in a while, they could probably reassign if you knew somebody there. And mm. the day I did it, like the day before, the person's like, wait. And that's it. And I was like, well, it's expired. Like, I'd be like, they used it recently. You can't grab it. I was like, God damn it. Ah, <laughs> bastards. Friend of the show and author of uh, of Dyson Men, David M. Ewalt, <laughs> is on Twitter as at DeWalt, D-E-W-A-L-T. Like the nice. tools. Like the tools. And, wow. Uh, he says he has been contacted many times. And uh, he says... Um, Absolutely not. I am <laughs> D. E. Walt, and so I will keep DeWalt. Thank you. Appreciate you. Which Everything is, has a price. Which is fan- they, oh, uh, absolutely. Everything has a price. They beat him to it at uh, at at Blue Sky. It looks. Oh, like. did they? Yeah, he's D. M. E. Dot Blue Sky. Dot Social. Aaron Rodgers takes that, doesn't he? D. M. E. Is that a? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I get that reference. I actually, I'm not not tracking that one, Ryan. I'm sorry. The, the DMT that he took, the the, uh, the mind-altering uh, drugs that he took. Is that what made him a good football player? Yeah. It, no, it's what made him a good to see dick. everything all at once. It's what, it's what this made him probably be- says more about me than it should, but um, the non-sports guy is the one who got that reference, and it's not because I know sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you go on a darkness retreat, too? Is that you living in it, bro? <laughs> Tell if me you, you, if you have him. access, you can see to me now. The only retreat. thing that's lit up is this iPad and these colorful lights. <laughs> We've things. been looking for an opportunity as a podcast to uh, to to have some mind altering uh, experience. Yeah, you you guys are welcome to come on our ayahuasca retreat. Yeah, open ourselves up to the universe and all that. Yeah, third eye and second butthole. All that mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Ryan's more keyed in on the butthole than the rest of us. I cannot. We'll, we'll wait. still have fun. To shit my spiritual waste through my second butthole. Wow. Oh boy. The the you're like out of body cloaca situation. Yeah, my my out of body cloaca. Yeah. Guys, okay. hold on. It's you're it's you're going too fast. I, I'm trying to <laughs> hey, who, keep all these notes. You're going too fast. Who oh, would like much, to talk about what's made them smile? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I want to know. I, like, I mean, I've never shit my spiritual waste. I mean, I was raised Catholic years and spent some time evangelical. And Joe's got some cemetery, trauma seminary. to purge yeah. out of his face. My dad was never around as a kid. When he was around, he was sleeping while we played He-Man with uh, with Ryan's toys. 
Jesus Christ. That just, that just sounds so wrong. I don't know. <laughs> and that's what's making Joe smile this week. Yeah. <laughs> Drink absinthe, oh. kids. It's good for your smiles. Yep. Jesus. Drink absinthe. It's good a for lot. your smiles. Who's that's next? Happening. Nick, would you like uh, to talk or would to you like to turn it to one of our guests? Oh, I can talk. What's the question? Yeah. What's making you smile this week? What's the question? Oh, um, well, you know, getting to getting to see some of my uh, my favorite friends, peoples here uh, in this little visual media. Uh, it makes me laugh because, Joe, you're going on like 19 weeks of that fucking same box of chewy cat treats over your shoulder. And that makes me laugh every time. We have uh, I don't know if you can see. Oh, yeah, you can't. Uh, this little smudge right here says pictures. It's stuff we have not unpacked since we moved. Didn't you move a while ago? Yeah, like October 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it. It's okay. So it's not, it's not even move. cat treats. In the next this move. is also a poinsettia from Christmas that I brought home. You're a monster. And Ryan's <laughs> ever fluctuating podcasting space. And then ASAP's got this like Bowery King look going that I'm I'm really all about. And then we've got reverse Mark Strong, and that's just, it's, I don't know, it makes me happy. I'm smiling about that. Erasmus Week, American actor. <laughs> <laughs> so long as I get to play the villain, goddammit, you can call me whatever you want. Yeah, no, you're the, you're going to be the villain. I, I can give you a you were an ally, though. Like, first act of the movie? Oh, I get to turn heel? Yeah, oh, you, here's a heel turn, and, th- and that's the end of the second act. That's the call to action. And then the dancing begins. Yes, because it's a Bollywood film. Uh huh. The heel turn leads right into some serious generations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole song and dance number right around there. About hour two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a three hours, 58 minutes, 37 seconds. Big movie. Epic. Loosely uh, based so- off of um, Chinatown. The so, Nicholson uh, yeah. film? No, this place. Nicholson <laughs> place. <laughs> but, Who am I uh, Mark. Smile this week? Russell. Mark. Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi. That's, so, that's uh, a little China. Different, yeah. different thing. You're right. Is there a lot of big trouble in there? Mm-hmm. Nice. A little bit of trouble. Yeah. Nice. I was having a lot of trouble, trouble saying China. Russell and not Vonnegut. So. Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut. Big movie. trouble in little China. <laughs> yeah. China. The hero runs around with chains until he breaks them. Yep. It's a weird metamorphosis. Yeah. But funny story about that. In a DD game, my my friend who was the DM put us into a DD version of Big Trouble in Little China. And we had to find that. That was awesome. Yes. That's fantastic. Did how did, he tell how you did that's you do what it? He's doing, or did you just like go like, hey, hold on a second? Is this big trouble he, in Little China? He tried to sneak it in, but since him and I are like very close friends, and I know that's like one of his favorite things. And once he started like making a few references, I was like, "Are we gonna fight Lopan?" <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, nice. There's like, a uh, was, there's a big was, trouble uh, Little China the, game, the, the, and it's the, fantastic. Uh, the scene with the with the fl- um, tongues in like you know in like the uh, in an alley, and I was like. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And we're trying to find somebody's wagon. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Damn. That's smart. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, Mark's turn is it? Mark, he was going to tell Mark, us, yeah. and then we went off on a thing. Was. Cool. That's cool. No, I got I got two things actually. Uh, one, I just just got back from Boston um, with my sister and my nephew. We were looking at colleges for him. He's uh, your arm side. Yeah, I no, I, mm-hmm. I didn't fly in. I ran in. Wait, no, mm-hmm. that's not right either. Um, but uh, no, we we uh, we went up to see colleges for him, which was really cool. And um, it's hard to believe he's that age, but uh, it was neat. We kind of bummed around uh, Boston, and I got a chance to uh, go to a couple different, you know, um, uh, restaurants and and uh, hit up Trillium. And you know, anytime I can get to a brewery is always a always a good thing. So. Yeah. Fantastic. And then, what schools are you looking at? Uh we, we looked at MIT and we looked at um ah uh, crap, I'm blanking on the other one. Um uh, Harvard? <laughs> not Harvard, not Harvard. Can't pock the con Harvard yard. Um no, it was one of the smaller school outside Syracuse, the city. Syracuse. Um, yeah, no, no, no. It was it was um Ah, damn it. It, it, it escapes me, but he's he some directional college here. It's not going to make the cut. <laughs> Brown? <laughs> some, some, somewhere northwest? No. Um, northeast? No. Um, but no, it was, it was, uh, oh, it's not what I knew. <laughs> so this was my first time even really hearing about it, but uh, mm. cool little place, you know. Um, it was fun. We went up. Uh, there's a There's a really great restaurant in Boston. Uh, called Row Thirty Four, which I think Alex, you you've been yes. there. In fact, I know you've been there with me. Yeah, dude, I was just think- the other day. I was thinking about their tuna tartar. Yeah, I had that. Mm. We had that. We did the whole raw bar. We did you know lobster, shrimp, oysters, all that sort of stuff. Wait, but, what, but was it still in the same place? Is it the one we went to when we were at Boston Comic Con? Same same place. But you know what was hysterical. We got there, and I'm there with my 16 year old nephew and, and my sister. And directly across the street from it was a place called Pink Taco. And no, one nice. would think I noticed it first, but damn it if he didn't. And you know, at 16, him. he better notice it first. I've, yeah, I've been to that kind place. of made me proud. Nice. Kind of made me proud. Yeah. <laughs> You've been inside. You've been inside. You've been inside the Pink Taco. Yeah. You've been inside there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> do you so like the way it tastes you've eaten there before you like yeah, it with my wife pro- no. <laughs> have you eaten there before <laughs> that's two times, funny two times oh my god yeah fantastic but uh and, and the the other thing that makes me smile is uh getting a chance to, to come on hang out with you guys and uh you know hopefully tell you a little bit about the uh the next anthology that's coming up too that's the plan yeah. Hey, dude, you dropped yeah. your plug. <laughs> what? <laughs> you dropped your plug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Lost my cork. I can't podcast what? without my cork. <laughs> Podcasting cork. Powder. There we Perfect. go. Nice. ASAP. ASAP, what's making you geek? What's making you smile this week? Yeah, I was about to say, like, did you guys used to used to do the the geek out thing? Um, oh, we do that at the end. Oh yeah, we do that at the end still. Well, we're trying to bring small amounts of joy into our lives once a week. <laughs> yeah, we're basically stealing from Knowledge Fight. Oh yeah. And so this is our this is our bright spot moment. I've I've been meaning to check out that podcast too because like I I know we probably listen to the same same shows and a lot of them don't make me smile. <laughs> they actually make me very mad. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, with you. 
as corny as as corny as to reuse this, this is definitely making me smile. Seeing you guys actually in some way other than like a picture, would you know, is really making me smile and just kind of geeking out with y'all. Um, also, this Disarono on rock on the rocks because I got you know I used this used to be my jam, and then like last time I was hanging out with Mark, you know, we bought we grabbed a bottle, and it's kind of like you know, it's made me a little nostalgic. Nice. I might need a refill, so <laughs> I would get yourself a refill while yeah, I this would be the time. Why, I'm gonna that's go to why the I brought the bottles with me. See that Ooh, Buffalo Trace more. and Basil Hayden's, yeah. yeah, and the Basil Hayden, yeah, dude. Right. Is that the Basil Hayden's I got? I, I picked up for you last time. You just it's the only two fisting I approve of there. Do you do well, like, right the... like an ounce of each? No, 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 I just like a nice blended once, once. Here, one sip here, one sip here. <laughs> Siri doesn't know. Straight Siri got too drunk last time. Yeah, I, I was. I was telling Joe before this, uh, before we started recording, one drink, drink I used to get in the bar all the time that I started doing again because of this DiSerono thing. Now, Prairie Fire, uh, huh? Prairie Fire. <laughs> no, no, it's a, uh, it's, it's called the Godfather, which is Scotch and Disero and DiSerono. It is nice. <laughs> I forgot to ask, what's the scotch that you use for it? Um, I don't remember. It was I would just get whatever they had there because ah, they're mixing it, so you're not going to care about all the particulars. Yeah, I mean, are you a like a smoky scotch, a less smoky scotch? I love smoky scotch, but I wouldn't gotcha. actually. No, not I take it back. I probably wouldn't wouldn't mind trying that drink with a smoky scotch. But to me, a, a good smoky scotch, I would want to have it by itself. Gotcha. Um, Lafroig is definitely one of my favorite smoky scotches. Mark got me into a lot of the Islay stuff, which is nice too. Um, and then I, Mark, what was that? There was an Irish whiskey that was really smoky that, that Matt put us on to. Um, Kinemar? I can't remember. It was Kinemar. Maybe. That one Maybe. was really good. I love, I, I mean, like, I love smoky drinks. So, like, a smoky old fashioned, there's like a local bar, yeah. bar by me that does a good one. And I've been really getting into mezcal lately. I've been trying to, I've been wanting to do some more like mezcal cocktails. Like, Mark, Dude, you that mezcal, made a really, that mez, what's someone, yeah, that yeah. mezcal, a Mexican firing squad. Yeah, oh, that was, that's that was bomb, delicious. dude. Yeah. What's that drink? It's uh, get yourself a little bit of mezcal, a couple ounces of mezcal, uh, ounce of, um, oh crap, uh, put grenadine in there. I remember that. Grenadine, yeah, ounce of grenadine, ounce of lime, maybe a little dash of bitters, you know, mix all up, pour it over some ice, throw a, you know, mm. throw a cherry in if you want, you know, Fuck a little yeah. smoky, a little sweet. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Sounds really nice. delicious. I would take two of those. Right yes. Now. Yeah. They sound refreshing. <laughs> That's the problem. You drink two and then you want another two and then you want another two. And next thing you know, you got an empty bottle of mezcal. <laughs> you're and you're 50 lighter. grand in debt and yeah, yeah. You're, you're half naked yeah. and uh you I don't, don't I, want I, tomorrow to happen. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's a problem for future Mark. And fuck yeah. that guy. Right. He's an asshole. Next asshole. thing you know, you're in the middle of Kansas with a headache and two kilos of blow. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't? Joe, we've all had those nights after a few drinks. You just end up in Staten Island for What's some that? reason that you don't know. <laughs> if I ever find myself drinking and then wake up in Staten Island, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> What's worse, though, waking up in Staten Island or or waking up in somewhere in Kansas? Staten Island. Staten Island's definitely Staten, worse. Staten Island, I think. Yeah. Mm. Unless you're with the Wu-Tang. <laughs> Kansas, because at least you can get from Staten Island to, like, somewhere good. Like a deli. I mean, 
It's kind of, it's yeah, it's closer, <laughs> I guess. Like a deli. <laughs> you know, I no delis in Kansas, famously. Yeah, no. Kansas would freak me out because it's so flat. Like I, I and need white. to see the horizon. Like I, I noticed that when I went to Denver for the first time, and before we got to Boulder, there was just like flatness, and then like. Off in the distance, once I saw mountains, I felt I felt more comfortable. I'm just so used to having something on the horizon. Mm, like flat yeah. land freaked me out. It's strange. Oh. Yeah. Don't go deep sea fishing. Dude, I have. It freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> I went when I when I went to DR and like we were out in the open uh, in the open sea and there was nothing out there. I was just like, this is I'm this is how I die. <laughs> <laughs> I exposed I didn't like it to the myself. elements. Yep. Uh, I'm going to put some plugs in, and then we're going to talk about your new uh, your new anthology. All right. Do you well, also want to play the advert? Top my drink yeah. off. What did you say, Nick? You see, Do I want to play the advert? Are, are you also going to play the the advertisements from our sponsors? Oh yeah, he's yeah. topping off his drink. You've been talking about butt play for beginning of the show, so I figured I was going to use that that moment of of wordplay there and throw it back at you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's well. on. That's on me. I'm. I'm confused. Did he just say you're sponsored by a butt plug? I wish we had a cool butt yeah. plug sponsor. That would be fantastic. Yeah, this would be the time for it. <laughs> no, usually one, uh, we'll just talk about it after Ryan plugs himself. Why don't we? Why don't we have um, a series of butt plugs, Nick? Like unfortunate <laughs> events. I, I don't. We haven't really looked into it until this. No, conversation. just you know, what would be like. Like if the show had four butt plugs, mm-hmm. like you could you could spend a certain amount of money and get like the Rob base plug, right, right, right. That would, would be the premium of our podcast. What probably. Would, what would make the Nick butt plug the Nick butt plug? I, I feel like uh, I have a response. Mine, uh, has, a, mine has a big orange foxtail. That's all I know. It's a big foxtail. <laughs> mine. Butt plug. Mine comes in like a uh, like a Hannes Wagner rookie card casing because it's never going to get used, um, probably. And it's called like the Squirrely Dan or something of that nature. Okay, that's fair. It's your butt plug, man. It's still in the box. Yeah, I'm, uh... yeah, it's still in the box because he he's, right, he's exactly. a collector. Precisely, it's a it's a mint condition Luke Skywalker with the lightsaber in his arm. I, I feel like yeah. you saying it's still in the box is deceiving, though. Yeah, but in this case, does box mean you're yeah, did you? Yeah, you got it in the wrong hole, then. I mean, you know <laughs> right. that, right? Well, is it, it, wait, <laughs> or, or did I? Your, is it in your box? Air quotes. Uh, <laughs> like you're in, like your, it's your prison wallet. Yeah. Well, yeah, guys, like people, people pay yeah. more. People pay more for the mystery. So it, you don't really want to over explain this particular <laughs> butt plug, and we sell it for a premium. So. As opposed to Joe's, which is, I'm going to guess, is just some egg-shaped jamming in there type he, of situation. Yeah, he's going to say something about an egg. You watch. Yeah. Oh, he's not back room to get his drink yet? Hey, Joe, question <laughs> for you. I'll stare at him. Yeah. <laughs> if the show had a series of butt plugs that we sold, yes. what would the Joe butt plug be like? Mm, it's a good question. Is it? I guess it would be a regular butt plug, but on the part that prevents it from going in, 
it would have an enamel pin about the size of uh, maybe a half dollar coin uh-huh. of my of my cartoon Joe face. Okay, never mind. I, that's a good I no. That's a great answer. I thought for sure you'd say something about an egg. Oh, I had money on it. Sorry. And every and when you were like a regular <laughs> butt plug, I was like, no. Oh. And then you said butt, and I was like, oh. Oh, and then you said then you said it's got like a and i was like he's gonna say egg and then you said like a half dollar and i was like all right and you said on on it is gonna be and i was like he's gonna say an egg and then he did it's a real roller coaster of a question for you <laughs> it really was <laughs> answer really it really was ryan ryan what would yours be just a it would be egg. i'm guessing be it's a, just it's like a, a richard nixon's thumb but cast in like a <laughs> jelly mold <laughs> No, it's a regular, it's a, it's a regular old like beginner's butt plug, you know, nothing crazy, um, but it's got a big, it's got a big foxtail on it. Dude, does it have training wheels? Does it have training wheels? (laughs) Yes. Yep. Sounds like a dilator set. You know what I mean? I mean, if you looked at a butt plug, you'd be able to tell like that's for beginners or that's an expert's butt plug. Yeah. You'd know expert level plug. <laughs> if it's yeah, not it's a like we'll stand, core it's a you out. professionals. Is it yeah. is it like an olive or is it like an ostrich egg? <laughs> exact egg. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Exactly like I said, an egg. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know yeah, how to segue from that, that. to your luck. new anthology. But and there's a reason back. you're here, and it's not just to hang out with us assholes. But I just got uh, speaking of assholes, right? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea for no, one of the segue. comics that's going to be in it now, <laughs> <laughs> or at least an interstitial. <laughs> butt plug man, damn butt plug heroes. Just, just, just so you know, I will be the the person preparing all of the little interstitials. So, just be warned if you guys submit anything, you know what's going in there now. <laughs> I'm right in the butt. Sounds great. That's fair. It'll get you right in the end. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys have uh, another anthology coming out. Yep. We suck. Is that now like twelve? Volume two. Volume two. This will be volume two. Volume two. We suck. But by the way, I know you've probably gotten yours by now, but uh, I do like to keep mine close. You know, it is a right back here. Number one is a weighted tome. I got I got mine directly above me. Uh, if you were to go straight from my head through the basement floor, so I yeah. thought you had it like duct taped to the ceiling. No, it's just, I was just it's right it's, there. It's not like propping. No, it's just not like propping up a, a, like a, a table that's unsteady. Is it? It's, it's, it's a load bearing. <laughs> it's a it's a coaster. <laughs> is it the same? Uh, is it the same theme as the? First so no, one? different different no. themes. So uh, it's going to be coloring outside the lines. Yep, and we're, we're getting more creative now. Coloring outside the lines, kind of take that however you interpret it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're looking for some creative. You know us. I mean, we don't want the normal shit. We don't want the okay. Here's another superhero, whatever. You know, same old, same old. We want crazy shit. You know, we want beautiful stuff. We want unique stuff. And the thing I love about that theme is people can submit all sorts of crazy, fun, unique stuff to us. You know. Yeah. I just realized, did we even have anything superhero related in the last? I I don't think we did. Um, I think everything was, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, 
No, not a well, not everything a, was grounded, really. Well, I mean, I mean it, mine was a space story, so take that. Out well, yeah, that. but you know what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I mean, I'm looking at it. There's nothing in there that's super. You know, to be honest with you, like, don't don't take this the wrong way, but like, let Marvel, let DC do the superhero stuff. Yeah. You know, image, they, they, they do, do it, it very very well. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Allegedly. I, Allegedly. I'll simply say they all do it very well, and uh, <laughs> you know, we uh, we we want the different stuff. You know, by by the way, we we are willing to take not just comic book, um, you know, stuff, but we are still willing to take prose. We're still open to you know just straight up artwork. Yeah, that's actually um, gonna be something new for this one. Uh, we're actually requesting people who have done artwork; they can submit up to five, and depending on what we get, we'll probably mix it into the book. So. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah probably gonna get a cover artist you know mm-hmm. have someone do do that um very specifically so i don't know very um, cool. but it, yeah yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun now i last i talked though you there was a rumor that that uh you know one of you guys uh or maybe a couple of you guys might have some ideas to send our way and some stuff to send our way we uh Joe was talking about possibly getting getting yep. down and dirty with the comic. Yep. Nice. And I finally I finally received the uh uh the vision that I needed to uh to make it happen. So I nice. I have not sat down to follow through yet, but I did text myself the idea so I wouldn't forget it. Nice. So nice. that's uh you know that's several steps further than I was a week ago. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I I saw uh crap. I forget. I forget how it was crap. put, but it, I saw crap. I see a lot of yeah. crap. I mean, the name of the anthology is We Suck at places. Comics. So yeah. yeah, it is it is We Suck at Comics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think I just thought of the name for volume three, crap. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just send us just send us crap. The collection. Yeah, you could you could put it in an envelope, you can, you know, put just in a, a box. picture of it. It's up to you. Whatever. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, you, the cover many of you taken one. I, was, I probably have some uh, some old, like, files of, like, freshman writing. Oh, God. That's crap. I think yeah. we all do. <laughs> I have I have an entire Google Doc or Google Drive full of I have very a, uh, bad writing. Yeah, Hell, I've Joe got, and I've I wrote a, whole, a novel. I've got a whole bad. group me of, uh, of, like, uh orc names i group me wow <laughs> true group me yeah when was the last time you heard a group me i know right <laughs> we were talking earlier about maybe on handles. myspace <laughs> right <laughs> we were no, talking about handles what was your handle on aol instant messenger c h n g e r one you know Funny story, having worked at AOL for a little bit, that was one of the questions they asked you during orientation. And I was like, oh, I can't share this with coworkers. Right. I'm not, I'm actually not on it. Yeah. <laughs> what is this again? So Sokial, Sokial Media. <laughs> what was your name again, Joe? Uh it was it was Changer One changer yeah because of uh there was a robin hobb book that i was really into at the time wow yeah 
Good for you. Not as uh, not as embarrassing as all of the times I named a video game character Matt Ricks because I was really into the Matrix. Matt. Ricks. Oh, I like that. No, though. That's, that's I cool. don't hate good. Matt what? Ricks. <laughs> you were really into the Matrix. I was. I you, was. You would be. Really I was into nine when it came out, so you know. <laughs> I hate you now. <laughs> I was really into the Matrix. <laughs> That's the answer to what kills a first date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really uh, into the I'm I, really into the Matrix. Yeah, uh, I, I can't even I look mean, at a long trench coat without just 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 giving throwing somebody some shade. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure it wasn't far off of killing three years of my marriage <laughs> when we finally sat down to watch that. How into but, the Matrix you were? Yeah, I was just like, uh, this is a movie I really like. We should watch it. So, so you'd say you were really jacked in. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I'll allow it. It's good stuff. Bring the puns today. Just bring the bad dad. You are killing today. it. Yeah, you are killing you know. it. So how did, was there plans to do the second anthology? Was it, was it going to happen whether or not the first anthology was successful or? We, we had hoped the first, yeah, we had hoped it would be successful. Right. And and based on that, we had some ideas of, hey, if we're going to get to a second one, what would that look like? And, you know, we joked around that the next thing could be even more rejection. You know, <laughs> we <laughs> still acceptance. suck in comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Acceptance didn't play well with us, you know. No, <laughs> I don't accept that. Like, like, no, no, we still suck at comics. <laughs> well, it was it yeah. was very cool to be included in that anthology that was pretty damn awesome dude um, i mean i can't it was, play favorites, it, it was embarrassing like, to look at no i love i love yours yours was really yeah. good um so thank and you we've got I a lot of positive a... feedback on yours so that was like well thank you yeah yeah oh no what? absolutely there, there's a reason why it's right up front in the book man i mean it's beautiful it's a great story mm-hmm. the uh i answered a questionnaire Yes. What was it? A hundred questions? Fifty questions was a lot. We yeah, we asked a hundred because we knew not everyone was going to go through it. So like, yeah. <laughs> I like the you looking up? like six. I like the ones you up. picked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. that was I feel good... like that explains his answers so much more fully. <laughs> well, they, like I said, I mean, I answered all of them, and I didn't yeah. know which. And I, I, I think they even said we're going to take six or seven of these. So. I, it's great I way like it. I do like that we asked you if pineapple belonged on pizza, and you said don't kink shame. I, I don't what kink it, shame. Now, now you, you you still didn't answer us if you like pineapple on pizza, but you know you told us not to kink shame, so we got to yeah. respect. Yeah, that. I mean, if someone's yeah. into that, then that's fine. Yeah. I got caught one time, um, like saying that I only like traditional pizza toppings on pizzas, and. uh like a week later, I had forgotten I said that, and I ordered like a buffalo chicken pizza or something, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Hey, fuckhead, principled, principled stance guy." I thought you only like traditional pizza toppings, and that's when I realized I'm an I'm a poser, and get whatever you want on your pizza. Hey, so if it's at the pizza shop, it's traditional. <laughs> that's kind of if they offer it as an ingredient, it. it should yeah. go on there if you want it. I. I mean, I like like pastor, so like a little hot pineapple on my pork taco never bothered me. I don't know Dude, why bothers me. So the bar across the street from me does um, Detroit style pizza, and for a while they were doing an Al Pastor Detroit style pizza. 
Oh, that was like my my go to. That sounds delicious. I like Detroit style pizza. Same. I've just recently heard of it and I am fucking intrigued. I need some. Almost uh, almost all pizza you've ever had from a national franchise is a Detroit Detroit style pizza. Really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I thought Detroit style was like the. Yeah, really side. specific. It is a like a pan pizza. Yeah, it's a pan pizza, yeah. specifically a square one. But but oh, uh, I guess but almost if you do a pan, it's round. It's still a Detroit style pizza, right? Well, yeah. what makes a Detroit style? Well, I I think their signature thing is that burnt cheese crust. Cheese yeah, on the side. Mm, yeah, that's fair. And that's what yeah. makes. I've I've always just gone by the fact that almost all of the pizza places have been founded in Detroit. Weird. Little Caesars it is weird. Michigan based. Yeah. Little Caesars, mm. Detroit pizza pizza. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Little Caesars well, isn't really pizza. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it is, but yeah, it's close enough. The, the, the only time I've ever had Little Caesars was in the Bronx of all places. So <laughs> just don't ever, don't ever confuse it with St. Louis style pizza. Don't, I don't would never confuse anything with that sloppy bag. It's, of I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm Louis has a pizza pizza here to defend himself or his fucking people. cracker crust bullshit. Can I, can I submit myself? Can I, un- pizza. can I unpopular opinion this thing? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I fucking love St. Louis style pizza. You, I, you know what? You can take your 9.7 rating scale and get the fuck right on out of this. I need to have it from wherever you had it pizza. from because when I had St. Louis style pizza, it was just it just was wet. It was just wet. St. Louis style pizza. I'm I'm very it's curious. a real thin crust. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a thin crust Chicago. Uh but not crispy. No. It's, it's a soggy. Is it a, it's the soggy. The they use like See, a, mine a wasn't soggy, wet. guys. Mine was like a fucking. You could hold the back corners, and that fucking pizza stayed, dude. It but was it wasn't not soggy. St. Louis style. St. Louis that style is great. about that like weird. I got it at e- I got it Emo's Pizza in St. Louis. They had the Provel cheese, which is a provolone no, like Velveeta mix. It's disgusting. It melts really I'm, good. I'm pretty dude, sure I also that's had an open face grilled cheese. I fucking loved it. I had a fucking pepperoni and green pepper St. Louis style pizza. And everybody's like, get that shit out of here. It's terrible. I took a bite and was like, you guys can hate it all you want because this pizza's fucking great and I get all of it. So, yeah. Uh, look, pizza's pizza. Even if it's bad, it's still pretty good. I don't know. I've had some pretty bad pizza. Uh, yeah, I've had some really bad pizza. Uh, but would you have it again from the same place if you had no, no. other option? No. See, I'm I'm in like a pizza desert. I the pizza around here is terrible. Yeah, you have like uh pizza king got, and Arnie's and it's cracker right. crust and fucking shitty pre-canned toppings, man. Right. You can get yourself a hamburger pizza. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Except for it's no there's no like hamburger toppings. It's just like chopped it's like a chopped cheese pizza. That's why actually, we just that, we make our own pizza. pizza would actually be pretty good, but I refuse to if I I can't get a good pizza, I'm not living there. Yeah, probably fair. fair. They should have yeah, a pig pretty brain. good uh, barometer. Hey, do actually. you guys do you guys have like if if we came and hung out for the weekend, right? Is there a bodega where you could get me a chopped cheese like like your favorite? I I don't know if there's one around me. There's got to be one near you. There's probably there probably is. The, the funny thing is, I think when by the time I left New York was when like the chopped cheese thing was really coming out because like yeah, that wasn't the thing when I was growing up. But like, you know, like I grew up in a Greek neighborhood, so it was like gyros. But um, the funny part is that the one place I know, Perfect. and this is probably shows how gentrified my neighborhood is becoming. There's a chopped cheese banh mi place. 
And every time I order from him, like I always go traditional bomb me, but I want to try it one of these days. <laughs> I'll have three. Delicious. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. All of it. What's that? This is like a chopped cheese on like a Vietnamese ciabatta. Basically. It's probably yeah. like, maybe well, some incredible. <laughs> with some fish sauce. Which of course Actually, the Vietnamese uh, a ciabatta is just uh, it's just an Italian baguette. Actually, the, the funny thing is, my again, how gentrified this place is. There's a place that does focaccia baguettes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh fuck, sign me up. I'll have yeah. eight. No, but I was telling this to Mark. Yeah. Man, Send me a dozen in the mail. Sauce. I put that in a lot of stuff. <laughs> fish sauce? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's terrible on its own. Yes. Are you it's just bad. chugging it? Are you taking shots? Well, no, but like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've tasted with like, Everclear chasers. I've tasted yeah. it, but I do a I do a fish sauce. Malort traditional Listerine thing when I'm feeling really yeah. sad. Traditional Listerine. <laughs> yep. You're when I'm monster. feeling slightly better, I do the uh just the Listerine patch on the tongue. <laughs> right. Oh the dissolvable. <laughs> right. And when I'm feeling better than that, I just put the barrel of the gun in my mouth. I had a guy, <laughs> I had a buddy in high school, and his thing was oily or a gel. <laughs> wait, wait. As like a recreational drug? Yeah. He would get like a big tube of extra strength Orogel and just That's... take the whole tube and swish it around his mouth. And he'd like rub it on his lips. And then he'd like swallow it. And then he would just be fucking drooly numbed mouth fucking guy at like a basketball game. And we'd feed him popcorn and shit. And he'd beat the fuck out of his tongue. It was I mean, weird. At it was least weird. it wasn't. At least it wasn't preparation H. I mean. That's true. At least you wouldn't have that'll, that'll gums. Numb you too, won't it? I always thought the Orogel thing was weird. He was just, like, "You should try it." I was like, "I've tr- I've fucking tried Orogel like my tooth hurts or something, man." Or, yeah. Like I've not not tried Orogel. Just Robo, like a proper fucking teenager. <laughs> right. Jesus. See, to me, that sounds like like when when I would hear that huffing was a thing. I'm like, can you just not get good drugs? Do right. You right? <laughs> so you so what you're telling me is you need like a weed guy. <laughs> yeah, or, or at least like a like a whipped cream guy. Yeah, maybe whipped cream. Yeah, that 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 at least because you got the snacks. Why are you breathing paint when you could breathe <laughs> whipped cream? <laughs> what you, what you don't have a whipped cream guy? Yeah, you don't want to fucking oh, no. whip it. You know what? Now that you mention it, um, one of the main reasons why I think I became an artist was because I love the smell of markers. So <laughs> oh yeah, my God, that's true. What do you oh, got in the? I, I know this is an audio medium, but what's in the uh, what's in the toolbox? I'm oh, guessing it's not wrenches. You're you're not the first person to ask that. It's where I keep art supplies. Ah, nice word. Where where his markers are, so he can huff them. That's well, the markers point. are a lot of them are are back there and stuff. But I even have a full fucking laptop in here. <laughs> the markers in nose height. Oh, actually, <laughs> wait. What else I got? I also have. Um, a USB SNES controller for when I do want a game. Nice. And this thing nice. my buddy gave me for when I thought about trying to do some construction. It's like one of those little cameras on a wire thing to, you know, run cable. Yeah, it looks like you have like a like a electric snake in there. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do have markers right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> and my big-ass D20. Is that what that is? Okay. <laughs> Looks, yeah. I thought that's what it was. Excellent. We have an uncle who tried to invent movie. one of those. And <laughs> I use it for markers. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You couldn't hide your weed in his. And my current character sheet is in here, too. 
get kicked so, out of the church for that. Your current character sheet. Yep. I'm uh I finally found a a and d group where I meet in person and play. And I'm playing a bard barbarian with a heavy metal twist. So, Hell yeah. Oh. He's kind of like a pro wrestler heavy metal badass. So is his name mm. His name is Thrag Bloodaxe <laughs> <laughs> with an umlaut. This is named Danzig. Wait, where is the umlaut? Not Over where it's U. supposed to be. <laughs> Blue Over the we were we were talking about that today. Um, Blue people Lots. who just put like uh, accent marks over just random letters in a word, and then pronounce it the way they want to but the accent marks don't correspond to how they're pronouncing it you know what i'm just going to start moving the accent mark around and put it over a consonant just for fun put it right over, like put it over like a t <laughs> play around I love that. see what that does i don't know what sound it makes a t make but yeah put the little hat on you want. My, this t sounds like a j because it's got the little mark right yeah <laughs> perfect this T sounds like a J. <laughs> My name is Jim, but it's spelled Tim. But it's Yom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Yamas. Yamas. I'm yes. Yamas. <laughs> My name is Yucker. <laughs> Yucker Jarlson. Who is a badass dwarf? Really? He's a great dwarf. Yeah. Oh my god! Actually, well, he would have been, but he went into talk radio. Right. You guys might appreciate this. My last D and D character was a dwarf monk. Uh, who brewed beer? Excellent. Yes, it's the dream mm-hmm. yeah. to be a yeah a person who lives to two hundred and fifty just de- brewing just beer. Brewing beer. Yeah, yeah. Probably brewing beer, beers. Mark. <laughs> yes, you have any beer. ready for tom- for this weekend? <laughs> I have. Yeah, what's going on this weekend? Yeah, three cases of beer that we'll bring up to Terrificon with us. So uh, two which cases is at, for the people who come by our table and one for us? <laughs> I mean, maybe, or the other way around. I don't know. I mean, you know. Oh, dude, um, did you get the, the, the cool new holographic labels? The uh, stickers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll pop them on there. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiny beers. So I have, I've got a porter, chocolate coffee porter. And um, you know how, like, a lot of porters always have that astringency? They have, like, the the a little bit bitter you know you just get that yeah, yeah. i yeah. i found the right um i found the right uh wheat basically to use um the right grains to, to use to kind of keep that out so it's nice smooth doesn't have that sort of bitterness but it's got a nice kind of like coffee chocolatey that's really incredible oh it's delicious i've never More thought people. about the idea that there's different kinds of wheat like yeah. It makes sense because there's like there's different kinds of wheat or uh, rice and different kinds of mm-hmm. oats. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about wheat that way, but it makes perfect sense to me. So, yeah. would a coffee porter be good for breakfast? <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't say maybe no. having a breakfast. Yeah, it'd be really good on a bread pudding. Actually, yeah, that yes. would be good. Yes, Ask the probably be good over vanilla ice cream pudding. too. Be really good over vanilla ice cream, although. I've I've been saying it all season. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to ice cream. It's just yeah. milk and salt for me. But yep. we'll move on. <laughs> a tradition. Oh God, have you ever had an avocado? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> an avocado? 
No. They make oh, great yeah. guacamole. I'm not talking about lawyers. I tried to order one at Dunkin' Donuts, and they looked at me like, even though it was on their menu, they looked at me like I was speaking a different language. You were Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I even I even tried to Chicago it up so they sounded like you know so that they thought I was speaking the right language. I was like, "Hey, okay, yeah, give me one of them avocados." Well, Duncan is a uh, <laughs> and they were like, "We Boston. don't have avocados." They need a different here. accent. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have gone Boston. Avocados. Yeah. They uh supposedly Wendy's has a frosty coffee now. I haven't tried it allegedly. Yet, that might guess. be kind of interesting. That's what I'm thinking. It might be interesting. Pretty tasty. Does actually. it run right through you? I would <laughs> think it has to. <laughs> Immediately. Like everything Wendy's has. Except like, a lubricant. <laughs> like, there's a, like there's a line at the bathroom and you're eating and you're shitting and you're eating and you're shitting and you're just <laughs> yeah. there. It's just a cycle. It's like an Ouroboros. That's engagement right there. <laughs> like an Ouroboros. Excellent. <laughs> No, no, I'm telling you, and I no one has taken me up on it yet. But you get yourself a big bowl, like a a three big scooper of vanilla ice cream, and you go about a half up with just milk, and then some kosher salt. Then you just eat your ice cream leisurely. It melts. It makes a little ice milk. Captain Crunch, boom! Huh. You, eat your, you eat your bowl of cereal. That's it's Look, the it's the wait, wait, with the sneaky the cap and crunch thing that I didn't know was part of it. Cap and crunch or cap and crunch with crunch berries? Yeah. Oops, all crunch. Oops, all crunch. Just oh. regular crunch, which is just regular cap and yeah. crunch cereal, but it's repackaged nice. to say "oops, all crunch." No, dude, that's that's Momofuku, uh milk bar in Brooklyn. That's like the, their whole thing is they sell cereal milk. <laughs> there you go. This is cereal ice cream milk. I saw that um, uh, Chef Steps has a has a cereal milk recipe. Yeah, really? Yeah, you just you pour you get like uh, Grand Crilly. Yeah, you do like three gallons of milk, one big bag of uh, fruity pebbles, and you leave it for like twenty four hours, and then strain it. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. something like that with um, it was a recipe for like donut milk for coffee, where you do the same thing with donuts, and it just makes the the, the milk like donut infused. And then you could pour that in like a coffee or something like that. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not doing more of that. When you open my refrigerator, you should have a choice of like two different cereal milks, regular milk, and like and Tenman's donut milk. Right. <laughs> uh, I think the donuts. only reason is because diabetes runs in the family. That's true. Maybe I shouldn't yeah. have several <laughs> hey, different cereal. Do you milks. really want to live forever? No. Oh my! Oh my God! Well, and I, I and even more importantly, place. I don't want it to feel like living takes forever. <laughs> this I found this donut spot in my neighborhood that uh, um is so fucking decadent. Like they do a peanut butter and jelly donut. They had a Samoa Girl Scout cookie donut. Oh yes. They had a nice. chicken and waffle donut hole. Donut hole. You know, like a donut hole is like, the, the, yeah. it, like yeah. it was like a waffle batter in yeah. a donut hole with pieces of fried chicken inside. Yeah. And, and then like a maple glaze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a maple glaze now that I think about it, but it did have like, I'll, yeah, like a syrupy flavor. I'll to take it. three dozen. Yeah. This place is amazing. Hot and sauce. Like yeah. And it's a bit of a schlep for me, but when I, when I was at my local farmer's market, they had a stall there. I'm like, I'm buying donuts. I'm buying $15 of yeah. donuts for myself. <laughs> I came yeah, for, for asparagus. 
Yeah. Yeah. My, my, donuts. my <laughs> wife and I just celebrated our eighth anniversary and to celebrate oh, we, there's a, there's a, uh, it's a place. It's, it's actually called Joe donut by me that um, we, we, I, I went there and I ordered four donuts and I got each of us a different one. And then we just, you know, split them in half and then, you know, had an egg for protein. But uh, we had a, a chocolate eclair, which came on a stick. It was delicious. Um, just an old fashioned with chocolate glaze. Um, a, Sorry, I thought you meant like old fashioned, the cocktail. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like an old fashioned donut, like a sour cream donut, a sour cream cake donut. Okay. Uh, and then a, uh, a Nutella banana yeast donut. Out of this world. And then a, um, my favorite was a, uh, it was a cake donut that was a blueberry lemon crumble with, it was like a lemon crumble with blueberry jam. And they had taken, it's the only time I've ever seen this happen. It was just a regular round donut with a big glob of, of blueberry jam on top. And then they had also injected blueberry jam around the ring. Jesus. Damn. Unbelievable! It's like what the PB and J donut is, because like they, it, it was like jelly was inside of it, but it was, yeah, but it wasn't like a jelly donut. Correct. It was more of like just kind of like the flavor of it inside. Yeah, and they had like a pink frosting, but it had like a swirl of peanut butter on the outside. Yeah, uh, so good, unbelievable. I feel like every time we come on to to this podcast, we always end up talking about food, and I imagine your listeners have to be like. Fuck! It's those wayward raven motherfuckers yeah. again because now I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, they're, they're probably <laughs> there goes my fucking diet. It's why it's why we put it out on Saturday mornings. So they they're going to spend the next by their cravings. They're going to spend the next hour talking about corn and different ways you can eat it God or drink it. it. It's or not drink you could drink it. Ah, there you go. Ryan will tell that cream corn story again. Drink your corn, cream corn story. Oh, I've told it. I don't know if I remember it. It was in Mexico. Uncle Tom had the corn chowder. I don't he know. He told me it was the best corn anymore. chowder he's ever had. So uh-huh. I go get a bowl of corn chowder. It's delicious. We're telling everybody like, hey, the fucking corn chowder right there. Oh, fucking awesome. So my wife goes to get a bowl of corn chowder, comes back, tells us we're both idiots because it's it's just the fucking it's just a it's kettle just cream of corn. cream corn. And we've had like four bowls of cream corn. Because we're fucking idiots. Like the, if the it best was corn next chowder, to the soup yeah. in the same like soup cauldron with the silver sure. lid and the ladle. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, they're next probably to looking it. at you like you got to put this in here. But also, the best right corn next to it was a thing that said cream, cream corn. corn. Yeah. So I just I think that's an indictment of corn chowder. Maybe uh, just regular corn chowder. If your corn chowder is not as good as just creamed corn in Mexico. And I'm, I realize I'm saying it with real, with a lot of stink on it uh, as though Mexicans didn't invent corn. <laughs> it was really good. And you could have convinced me it was a corn chowder. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that would have made that better is if you just saw, like, I looked in the back and they were just opening up the cans and dumping them in. Cans of, it's just like <laughs> Del Monte cream corn cans. No. They're making eye contact with you the whole time. Like, it's part of their job. <laughs> like, it's not even like a fancy cream. It's just basic ass cream corn. Yeah. Well, if, you, just like if you're a fan of Mexican street foods, uh, I love this. Yes. There's a recipe called Esquites, which is basically the off the cob version of that. And that's 
that is becoming one of my stable things to cook at home. Whenever I'm doing tacos or anything like that, I'll do that instead because what I, to prep it, I saute it in butter. (laughs) It's like crack. (laughs) This I would like. Yes. I hate, I hate corn on the cob. Really? Yep. What? Hmm. Not a fan. Like you don't eat corn I, on the cob. I will eat it, but I will not do it of my own volition. I don't go out of my way to do it. Hmm. I am as a lazy bastard. I'm with you because I would prefer using a spoon. But yeah, I hate picking it out of my teeth. The worst. How do you prepare I mean, it? If I'm, if I'm now, I'm curious. How do I prepare uh, corn on the cob? You, I guess you don't. Do you? No, I will. <laughs> my wife really loves it. Oh, yeah. uh, I I boil it like normal, and then I do the the uh, like corn the flashlight the... of of <laughs> of Wonder Bread and butter, and you just yeah, you just so you're like, the corn off. You're like white then, guy. It. Yeah, when you when you I've also had a low in water. It's fine. I uh, salted water, yeah, or broth. All right, so my wife put me onto doing it with milk and water with salt as as well. Sold. I'll try that. Yeah. But I still don't think I'd like the inconvenience of picking cob out of my teeth. No, I usually if I do corn now, I do it on the grill. I just I we wrap it in we we smother it in butter, wrap it in foil, and then just put it in the coals, you know. And oh, then, that I'm into. I yeah. could I, I like it, it tastes fine. I just I really I really genuinely hate getting the corn cob like stuff in my teeth. It's just it no, I, ruins the whole experience for me. No. I'm with you on it, but it's ta- when I do it, it tastes so good I don't care. Anymore. Yeah, that's fair. So like four or five hours before we eat, I put all the corn in the husk and everything in a cooler full of water. Yeah. And you let it soak. Right. And then when it's time to like, when you're 20 minutes out, take the whole thing and throw it on the grill. Yeah. And it steams inside the husk. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And all the little like silks just kind of burn off. Yeah. So when you're done, you just pull it off and rip the husks off, and you've got a perfectly steamed, kind of charred um, corn on the cob. Tastes delicious. Really good. I'm or bacon grease. Yeah. Bacon grease. Bacon, is, yeah. Bacon grease it, wrap it in foil, throw it right in the coals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I got to try the bacon grease thing because I keep bacon grease for oh, absolutely for, like, for frying. Is it a is it a coffee mug in your refrigerator? No, it's a Ziploc bag in my freezer. Say, he's not a okay. Midwesterner. Mine's just a coffee mug with with piece of foil loosely over the top in the refrigerator. I kind of yeah. like that more. I pull it out. I take a big scoop of it with a spoon, and it goes right in the pan. And that's it's just how anim- we did it. It's so, the animal fat. Note, like, you cook with. I found in my local farmers market they have popcorn on the cob. It's oh, it's yeah, a novelty. Yeah, yeah. It's a novelty, but it is pretty cool. How? how? <laughs> I mean, how, how does it? It's, it's, it's corn it's, on the cob that just dried out. They just dry it out. It's well, it's a specific type of corn that has like you know, like the popcorn kernels. Popcorn. If you're one of the like, so we're, popcorn is a big thing in, right. in my house. Yeah, um, and we we have like the jars of popcorn kernels that you sure. Just, so do we. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do it like on the kettle corn and all that stuff. Yeah, I grew up so, watching out in Brown. I know what's up. Yeah. So like our farmers market has the popcorn on the cob. So it's basically what you would have in the in the jar still on the cob and the, right. way, the way we we've done it is like you put it in a paper bag and i i don't think that's yeah, what don't it says online right here huh 
That's I'm just I'm looking it up online and that's what it says you do. Yeah. So like you have the popcorn on the on the cob and it pops up in the bag and sometimes it's still in there. And it, I mean, granted, like the way my wife does it with with her oil, she's like sunflower oil and all that stuff. So it sure. tastes better if she does it the regular kernels. But this is a really fun novelty. And it's like dirt cheap from, at you know, at the farmer's hmm. market. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bacon grease, coffee cup. Makes it really easy to get just a little bit and stir it into your coffee. Well, for, for oh yeah, oh. If you want, if you want to do the bulletproof coffee with bacon grease, yeah, yeah. Or just it's, you know your regular morning breakfast coffee. No, well, usually if I'm frying, especially if I'm doing chicken thighs, I'll just snap off a piece and use that. Um, on a cast iron skillet. Oh, because it's frozen. Nice. So you just kind of break a piece off and throw it in there. Oh, yeah. all right. Mine's still all like, like, uh, yours is like more, uh, it's like an aspic. Yeah. Congealed. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to use aspic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like a Polaner's all fruit. It's just back to those butt plug plugs. Yes. <laughs> it's coming full circle like a bubble. Yes. <laughs> we'll always get back to it. Mm hmm. Well, congratulations, guys, on another anthology. And when is the Kickstarter live? So um, we're getting all the submissions first. Okay. Um, we just lost the, launched the damn thing. That's true. Just just launched submissions on Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've uh, we've started to see a couple roll in, um, you know, and, and the plan is to get everything, get everything curated this time, have a rate of rock and roll. Curated? Um, we're doing work now? <laughs> yeah, not, not aerated, god damn it. Um just profit. <laughs> go on get in the lawn. Aerate that fucker. Um, but uh no, the 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 idea is to have it all ready to rock and roll and then we'll launch the Kickstarter this time instead of putting yeah, that around. first. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, instead of launching the Kickstarter. Uh, it's it's like we're learning shit. Yeah. yeah. At the, at the risk go. of jinxing myself, what's the deadline? Do you have a deadline in mind? Alex, I, I feel like it could be a loose deadline. Have, um, we, I mean, it said mid October, I think. I, I was always late to remember a date, right? No, <laughs> I think I think we put November seventeenth. Excellent. And yeah. what's your third anthology going to be about? Just to be crap, <laughs> crap. Okay, crap. Perfect. take another one. Send us your shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what the theme of that. Disjointed one is, bullshit. But, uh, That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Disjointed bullshit. <laughs> Miscellaneous circle butt plugs. Crap. we couldn't fit it in volume two so here's some extra shit (laughs) volume three we couldn't fit it in volume two honestly that is the one lesson we learned this book is a the volume one for those who've gotten it is a fucking huge book we're not making that same mistake again (laughs) and and also i will say um i really liked the hardcover book oh my god the plan the plan is probably to to do a Kickstarter, um, you know, that is only hardcover. So we're just going to start out that way. If you want a physical copy, it's going to be hardcover. Um, Fair. And just make that special, right? And then after that, listen, we'll release some soft cover stuff. You can get it, you know, at cons and things like that. But uh, I really love the way the hardcover came out. It was yeah. it was even better than the uh, the soft cover. Um, yeah, for those who got the upgrade, we only expensive. did a, a very limited run of them. So yeah, yeah, it was only for the folks that that bought certain packages and and or decided to up their pledge for that. But um, yeah, I really liked how it came out. So 
Yeah, we're um, we're hoping to get a whole bunch of submissions. We're hoping to talk to people about it. Um, you know, I think we'll probably talk to folks in New York Comic Con at Terrificon about it. Um, but the the idea is to to have a ready to rock and roll, and and then figure out what the uh, the Kickstarter looks like and get some really cool rewards for it again. And, yeah, it's very likely the, the Kickstarter is probably gonna be like a, a next year thing, next calendar year thing. Because, yeah. You know, we get the submissions in by November. We're probably going to be using that time to like put together the book. And then by maybe January, February, we'll, we'll probably have a Kickstarter ready. The one thing is we will probably, you know, again, lessons learned for running a Kickstarter. Sure. We'll probably have the, um, the preview link ready so people can subscribe. And we're definitely getting more into stuff like that subscriptions for people to sign up for newsletters and things to be notified. We've been yeah. noticing that that's very helpful. So. I, I, yeah. There's a lot of Kickstarters I back inevitably because I forgot I had signed up for that through Facebook. You know, mm -hmm. there's a there's an ad that gets you. You click on it, thinking you're gonna get all the information, and all it is is like, put your email in here, and we'll let you know when there's more. And I kind of forget about it, and then all of a sudden I get fucking whammed with it, and it's like, oh yeah, fuck, I remember that this was a thing <laughs> I was into six months ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, whatever some you Kickstarters guys have. like I back them once, and then every time they do something new, they just you keep back them again. The yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The hope is to continue to build a following with this, and you know, once once this one's ready, we'll send out to everybody who backed the first one, and you know, hopefully keep it going. Yeah. The the dream is to try to have like this to be an like an ongoing annual thing, you know, because the name rocks. I mean, seriously, we get a lot of good attention for it, and it kind of it kind of fits with the whole indie vibe of like, cause you know, we, as indie creators, we all feel like we suck. Like we have those bad days of like, uh, am I, am I still, should I still be doing this? Nobody cares about comics. I mean, Mark, you know, like whenever we're at cons, we jokingly yeah. ask people, Hey, do you like comics? And they're like, uh, no, I don't really read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the like joke we make is, well, if you like pictures, I got some prints if you can't read. <laughs> and then if you like, you know, comics without pictures, we have some novels or short stories. <laughs> I've, um, my oldest daughter has never been uh, good at reading. She wants to be so bad. I mean, she cool. loves reading and she wants to be able to read like chapter books and shit. And the one type of book that she can really get into is her comic books. Yeah. I don't think it's the pictures. I think it's like the comic book font that's used word bubbles to where you can actually see that this mm -hmm. person is saying that thing. So I can follow the story along mm -hmm. her reading retention is so much better when she like takes tests afterwards, after reading a comic of any kind, because I think she can, I think when you're reading a book and it says like, you know, Harry said mm -hmm. she would have to go back and reread the thing that Harry said. Now that she knows that Harry's the one who said it, does that make yeah. sense? Where in a comic, she can say like, Oh, clearly that's coming out of that guy because the fucking arrow bubbles coming out of yeah. his fucking mouth. And yeah. So well, some people are just, they just are visual, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, and that's just, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And like, that was, that was actually something that I had to deal with a lot growing up because when I was coming up, ever like all in school, they were like, "Oh, you need to read these specific books." But I'm like, I was reading at a, you know, like Jurassic Park when it came out, but that was science fiction. But it was like 
but it's a New York Times bestseller. And it's like, it's a, not a kid's book. Right. But it's not, it's not shoeless Joe Jackson. So yeah, exactly. But like, you know, yeah. like I'm reading comics and granted, you know, maybe back in those days, some of the comics weren't really that well written, but some of the stories were like so much better than other things. It's like, Oh, but it's a comic book. So it's, you know, I'm kind of glad to hear that. Like, you know, it's something that's a little more accepted too. So, yeah. No, it's been, uh, yeah. she got a chance to go through your last anthology. Nice. Um, just because she can, she follows, she doesn't, she knows what the words are. She could read. Yeah. It's her, the retention of what she's reading has always been a problem for her. And how old uh, is she again? She's uh, 11, just turned 11. And like, there wasn't anything in the book that you were like, okay, maybe not for you or nah, like that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she can ask. Dude. Yeah. She'll, if, if she's, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's I, fine. If I've she, always... uh, if she gets to if she gets to think she doesn't think she's supposed to read, she'll go like, um, dad. And I'll be like, cool. and she'll say, like, she'll show me. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, boobs. We've we've had a few of those kids like they'll come up and they'll see sign C and they'll be like, is my are my parents looking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I, funny. I got to tell you, I've always found that um, I like I hear you know, just from growing up in a musical household and whatnot, a lot of times I kind of hear patterns, hear how things, you know, just hear how people speak, how they talk, things like that. And it's one of the things I've always tried to kind of put into the writing is, you know, have that cadence, have that sound. And sometimes it's tough, especially with, um, you know, when you don't, you don't kind of have something to accompany it, you know, like a visual, you know, sing song, sort of something like that. But um, and I think sometimes when people read some of my stuff, a lot of times they're like, well, I don't, you know, I don't hear it like you do, you know? Um, in fact, I think sometimes Alex and I, we collaborate on stuff. He's like, I don't hear it. And I'm like, okay, then I kind of will walk him through how I hear and how I say it. And I think sometimes it makes more sense that way. Well, right? actually, that's, but, that's a good thing too. Cause like, I know both Mark and I, we, we, we definitely sound out the dialogue, especially like damn heroes and stuff like that. And a lot of the, the back and forth we get, it's like, no, I think it should sound like this. And like, and that's one thing where we, we definitely jive on. It's like, you know, it's like the speech, it's not just words on a page. It's speech. Yeah. yeah. It's cadence. It's yeah, yeah. punctuation. Like, yeah. It's when things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like something as like bolding certain words, emphasizing things. Like one of the things we've especially done is like, especially for the, the book, um, um, give strife a chance we're, that we did we did a, a starting yeah. for somebody else's anthology that we may be putting into one of our, our ours in the near future a lot of the conversations because like our characters were the they're the sons of the god of war and we definitely gave them different personalities and one of the things we really um struggled with and fought over even like to try to make sure we we're kind of on the same page was like one of the characters phobos we wanted to make him like if if, if there if it's fear and terror we gave one character like more of a brutal bestial um, appearance and tone of voice. Whereas the other one was more of like psychological terror. So he's more thinker, the speaker. And we're just like, make, we were very much going back and forth on zoom calls or in person be like, no, it should sound like this, you know, to make it not like Hulk smash, but it's more of like that almost, I think Mark, when we first started coming up with the character was more like a military short terse speech Flipped. but then yeah. as we we were like no he's more like maybe not the hulk 
and like by the end, he, he like visually looks like Blanca from Street Fighter, but it's also more like Beast from X Men, but like a like not the um, Hank McCoy smart thing, but like smart guy, but he's more like looks like a Beast, and he speaks in guttural no, mm, rah, rah, you know, and like and we definitely like interspace things with Gurr. And like, as I was doing a lot of the lettering myself, it was like making sure that all the different pauses in his speech were like separate bubbles. Whereas uh, Demos was like very in, um, introspective. Like eloquent. He, yeah. Huh? He was very eloquent. He was, eloquent. That's, 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 a lot yeah, more. That's, that's better. Yeah. And like, we even like in his mannerisms and poses, we're like, he's like a Shakespearean actor. He's like doing these grand gestures, but all of his word balloons are like big you know, taking up a lot of the space. So. Things I never thought of doing my own comic. Right. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I grew up watching Kevin Smith stuff, so I'm really big into dialogue. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Works. Hey, we, hey, we make sense. Yeah. <laughs> this you is do. the first. What's the date? What's the time? What Let's get the mar- time. market. 11.49 p.m., I think. <laughs> July 26th. <laughs> um, you guys know the way it works. You guys want to... You, you guys uh, are the guests, so you can either go first or last with uh, what you're geeking on this week. Oh, I, I have a visual aid for that one. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, yeah, it's fantastic. So I've been... Um, I was talking to Joe about this. I'm a... You know, my wife's a big Trekkie. And one of the things we've really been really geeking out on lately is we're fans of Lower Decks and we're really big fans of Strange New Worlds. And for those who may have seen the most recent episode where they had the final, we finally had the crossover animated Lower Decks with the live action Strange New Worlds. And one of the plot devices was uh, a Starfleet recruitment poster with Rebecca Romaine's character, Una, as her Lower Decks counterpart. So I made it as a poster <laughs> fucking cool man in fact during this whole entire episode since the show so the con we're going to this weekend Rebecca Romaine will be there as will Jonathan Frakes so I'm working on a Jonathan Frakes version of this Starfleet poster and it's probably not happening but like since Jeffrey Combe is in there I was thinking about doing um, a Wayun join the Dominion uh, poster but I don't know if I'm going to get that so that might be a add-on. <laughs> so, um, awesome. Let us know if you end up getting uh like get, to give him one or something. I might try to see if I can do that. Especially, I've met Jonathan Frakes before at yeah. um, when there was a Star Trek thing going on, and I was talking to like I gave some of our books to Lavar Burton because I'm like, yo, bro, we we grew up. You you taught us how to read. Here, take. We made these books for you. This is our offering. And like, I was trying to like talk to Marina Sirtis, um, but I don't. Either she wasn't in there, or I was just too chicken shit to try to talk to her. Yeah. Greek. But like, Jonathan Frakes complimented my beard, and I was like, <laughs> "Awesome, yeah." He's like, "That's a very back when it was actually shorter." He's like, "That's a very Rikerish beard." I was like, "Oh, thank you." And I am gonna go jerk off in this bathroom. I'll be right back, Jonathan. Yes. <laughs> my onesie. <laughs> actually, yo, the last show we did, um, since they had like it was uh John Delancey. Uh, and uh, Gates McFadden and Denise Crosby and my wife was completely geeking out over them. She's like, she came to the show not to see me, to see them. <laughs> of course, 
<laughs> get married, they said. Fair. Uh, well, <laughs> but if that's I'm gonna fair. get married to somebody, it should be another nerd. So yeah. Of course. Mark, how about you? What are you geeking on? So it's funny. I uh, I was looking for a show to watch and just kind of flipping through stuff. And uh, I was looking at Netflix. Um, I remember somebody had said I should watch Suits. And I know that's not really kind of, but it caught me. And, and it's interesting. My kid sat down and started watching with me. So it's now it's like, show. it is. It's like, holy shit, this is, you know, it just sucks you right in. And I'm like, I, I love the dynamic with the characters and, and is, that one, is is Zach Morris in that one, or am I thinking something else? I think I think it's something else. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, you know it's it's that, a though? fun. I don't know. I, all I know is Meghan Markle's in that show. That's all I know about. Yes. It. Yeah. That, that is that is true. I've I've seen the whole first season and most of the second season, and that's still all I know about it. Is that Meghan Markle's in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. You yeah. only watch there's something scenes. there's yeah. vaguely about yeah. lawyers. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, One uh, of them's kind of an incel and he's super horny. So like everybody Pierce was in this. Dulé Hill. Yeah, it's like a stacked show. Neil McDonough? David Constable? Come on. You didn't tell me that there was like people in this show I knew. Joe Gary Cole? Who? Eric Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts is in suits. You didn't tell me about it. I did not know that. Now I might be more interested. <laughs> well, it's got how many seasons, too, right? It's five. Well, oh, I mean, I started watching it like years after it was done. So, yeah, well, like, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like, uh, this is kind of fun, you know. You're not I, the I mean, person to mention that this I, week. Like, there was a whole subreddit going on about why the hell is suits back in the like the lexicon. Right. Like, I, I remember falling asleep to it at someone's house once, like 10 years ago. Netflix is really pushing it on me. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why. And yeah, the I was watching it when it was on Prime. With me. Zach Morris was in a show called Franklin and Bash. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. Oh, uh, like the like straight Rizzoli and Isles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. With, uh, uh, Mark Paul Gosler and um, fucking uh, Brecken Meyer. Nice. Franklin in Emil Nanjiani. Yeah. Dana Davis, whoever that Malcolm is. Malcolm McDowell might have played in that show. Strange. So, and that's the one Meghan Markle's in, right? No, she's in Suits. Yeah. No, she's, she's in Suits. I know that. Yeah. yeah. She's not in Franklin and Bash, though. That's below her. Was, <laughs> I do remember for like a minute she was in uh, Fringe because that was actually a show that we were watching a lot of back in the day. Now she's America's princess. Mm-hmm. So she was excommunicated. Ex-princess. And now she's yeah. Canadia's princess. Oh, really? The, the, woman, the woman formerly Canada. known as America's princess. I mean, I still I still think she killed Queen Elizabeth, and that's what makes her cool to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope Fair. she did. <laughs> My only regret is she didn't stick around to do Charles the Third. Yet. <laughs> or that she didn't do some Olena Tyrell thing in like the New York Post. I want her right. to know it was me. I want Charles to know it was me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Joe, what are you geeking on this week? I am geeking on um, 
the Devabad trilogy trilogy is what I, I'm pronouncing it. Yeah. Uh, I, I finished city of brass this week and uh, started the second one, which I think is rivers of silver. Maybe I'm going to double check, but uh second book way more engaging than the first, I think. Um, um that first book is uh it's tough it's it's great don't get me wrong but it's definitely an author's first outing mm-hmm. if you followed along my dog ears you'll see that the uh i would read like three pages and put the book down yeah and when then I... I got to a point where i would read there's a point where i suddenly started going like hundreds of pages at a time yeah that's what uh the I, I I didn't notice it with the dog ears just because I kind of just I, I was using them, mm-hmm. frankly. Um, but the the highlights, I would go hundreds of pages and I was so engaged I couldn't stop the highlight. And then I would right. go, mm, this is slowing down a little bit. I'm noticing a little bit more here. This seems like an important plot point. I'm gonna highlight it. Or uh I'm gonna put a little exclamation point buy it because it's like this seems important <laughs> um i think i even actually took a note at one point oh yeah uh never a thing i've ever done i'm always a, am a am a book darts and note cards guy you know okay, uh, that yeah. way you can you don't need the book to keep the citations mm-hmm. um but i digress uh, i i started the second book i'm like 10 chapters in already uh it is it's it's as good as the end of the first book, but so far all the way through. Oh, good. um, you you can tell like once again I I say the the first book you can tell it's the author's first outing. The second book she has really found her rhythm and it is fantastic. Um, I'm I'm very much enjoying it so far. Um, so if you're into the David Bad trilogy, I or if you're not into it, check it out. It's great. Uh, one of the things that's really cool about it to me as a lifelong fan of fantasy is um, I'm used to European fantasy. This is all like Eastern and Middle Eastern. Uh, like the main characters from Cairo, she gets whisked off to a place that's in like Turkey. Um, the dude she wants to fuck, I think, is from India. Um, not super clear. But it's it's very it's very Middle Eastern flavored and it's mm-hmm. it's just cool. It's it's something to me that is completely new. Um and I'm I'm really enjoying that. So uh let's see. Her name is Shannon Chakraborty or S.A. Chakraborty. So yes. uh, hi, hi, I highly recommend it. Um, and I guess it. I guess River of Silver is the David Bad trilogy four, so that makes sense mathematically. Nope, that's like seven books. Right. Uh, so I'm in Kingdom of Copper then, because that's the second book. But I digress. Uh, who's next? Who hasn't gone? Me. Uh, you. What are you geeking out this week? I found I saw a trailer to a movie from 1973. Um, starring Robert Meacham and Peter Boyle called The Friends of Eddie Coyle. And I don't know if you I don't know if you've watched any movie trailers from the 70s, but they're like four minutes long. And 
I feel and like it tells you, you nothing whole, about the movie. But I feel like you watched the entire movie. But I don't know anything about it. So I found I went to IMDb. I saw that it was based off a book by George V. Higgins. And so I've been uh, the book is um, at just regular speed on Audible. Five hours and two minutes long. Wow. So one day. It's a one day read. I got 20 minutes left in it. Um, so it'll be two days for me, but I digress. Yeah, sure. Um, I went to school with an Ed Coil. Probably not related to the fictional Eddie Coil. No, probably not. Probably not. I had a teacher who was Ed Coin. It's close. Taught economics, which is even funnier. That is funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that, that last 20 minutes of the book, that's when my wife walks in and then I have to do the honeydew list. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, she's annoyed that I didn't just put everything down. But I, uh, I had just enough work today that I couldn't finish it. I was really wanting to knock it out today because now I got to find the movie because you know how uh, it seems like a movie that if you, if you did it right, you could, it could be a big hit today. Mm. Like if you either did like a, like what Bradley Cooper did with the star is born, mm. you know, that movie's been made four times. Um, really? The original was made in like the twenties. And then it was remade again. And then, then it was really popular when it was Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. And then Bradley Cooper did it with Lady Gaga. And it'd be like, you could remake the friends of Eddie Coyle now for a modern audience. And I think it would be, it'd be like a baby driver. Uh, esque nice yeah. guys movie. It'd be, it'd, I think you'd do well. I, so, I get that vibe from the, uh, the cast list here. Well, watch the trailer, Joe. If you got four minutes, yeah, it uh, it'll tell you. You'll feel like you watched the entire movie. You'll have no idea what's happening. Excellent. It's, a, it's actually a a master because I I looked at another. I found another old movie. Um, it was one of Robert Redford's first films called Inside Daisy Clover, um, starring Natalie Wood, and that's another movie where the trailer is fucking nuts. I have no idea what the movie's about. It's five minutes long. But I feel like I've seen the whole movie. The trailers back then were fucking wild, which I didn't know. I I definitely one of my fa- any John Carpenter movie trailer from back then is amazing, and The Warriors is a great trailer. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. All right, I gotta watch The Warriors now. <laughs> is yeah, Nick I still, still with remember, us? Like every now and no, then I like, don't. Oh. I don't think so. I think he left. Huh? I wish he just left instead of just being on mute. He got pulled over. Yeah, probably. Well, or he got busted for. Yeah, he had no container. Did you hear that? Did you hear what kind of car Ron DeSantis got hit by today? Oh, no, I didn't. It was a Honda CRT. Ah, it took me a second. You like that? I'm I'm slightly sad that it was a joke and not real. (laughs) Yeah, he did get in a car accident, though. I mean, wasn't wasn't very serious. No it was less serious than the crane that collapsed. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and yeah. prayers. <laughs> well, you let us know when you've got a link that we can throw in the show notes for you. I mean, it's on our it's on our website, dude. Is it up already for the second anthology? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah! It'll be on first, this week. First thing you see on waywardraven.com. You'll There's a big that. ass. Join us right on the front of the top page. <laughs> One of us. One of us. 
while you're here, is there anything else you want to plug with your voices? Well, um, yeah. so actually, Mark, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna release this a little early because we were gonna do we were gonna formally release this after this con, but it's kind of live. So by the time they get to this, they can figure it out. Yeah. Starting to sell merch on our website. We were raving branded t-shirts, pine classes, stickers for now, and then we're gonna start expanding it more. Um, so if you go to waywardraven.com slash merch, you will find it there. Bookmark the site. It'll be there when it launches. So that's definitely something that's coming out soon. Oh, you know, yeah. We're very excited about that. Oh, I, I love merch. Yeah. I love merch. Yeah, and like I'm trying to we're trying to go for stuff that we would actually wear. Not like, hey, here's a, you know, I mean, granted, like Mark and I, we've been really eyeing those one piece swimsuits, right, Mark? Oh, yeah. Give me <laughs> oh, a romp him well, all like, day. Duh. Yeah. I would crush a romp him. Oh, my, you know what? With my beer gut, yes, I'd be, I'd be, Absolutely. I'd be an, an Adonis. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I've been thinking about just bringing back just the wrestling singlet. Yeah. I've been searching all summer for like a Seer Sucker Benoit Blanc outfit. <laughs> If I, 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 if I I'm can get a singlet shorts, one, I, I would totally get one for you. I love it. I actually think that it's a great look for me. Well, but the wrestling singlet, a singlet and a pair of jean shorts. Oh yeah, Parts. absolutely. Like, to, like Tobias Fumke. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to get you want to get blued like a spandex never, never nude. nude. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. like right now. Um, We've got a Wayward Raven t-shirt available in a bunch of different colors. Um, we're doing a Wayward Raven hoodie for when it gets cold again. Mm -hmm. uh, we got the pint glasses. We got two different holographic stickers that we're trying out. And we got some pin uh, pins. It's like a five set with all of our logos on there. Uh, when do we get the like, flamethrower? Huh? When do we get the flamethrower? When do we get the Wayward Raven flamethrower? We need the, li the proper licensing and the EPA's got to sign up on the fuel. <laughs> The kids love this one. I know a guy at the EPA. We can make I do happen. I do straight up want a Wayward Raven lunchbox. So if I can get that, you know. Oh, like a cool metal one. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with a little bit of rust in it. Like yeah. just like when you were a kid. Yo, yeah. I when I um when I was digging out some stuff in my mom's place, um, I found my old uh Muppet Babies lunchbox from when I was a kid. But yeah. That one's I, I kept that one. And uh Mark, I don't know if you remember Kirithi we used to work with, like you know, when he was like getting rid of stuff, he gave me his Star Wars lunchbox. I was like, yes. <laughs> I miss my Empire Strikes Back one. I don't know what happened to that. I had a G.I. Joe one. Oh, man. fuck yeah. It was like black and blue and they were like fucking Duke was on the front. It was awesome. Ooh, was it Duke? Might have been Flint. I think it was Flint. I think it was Flint. Flint is yeah. one, right? It was Flint. I think so. Yeah, no, I, I remember some yeah. kid had like a really cool Transformers one that I was trying to steal from him. <laughs> I mean, borrow. <laughs> and like, oh, do you guys remember Mask or am I just that old? You're that, You're old. that old. Oh my God, I, I miss Mask. Those things were cool. If Nick was here, he would have said, oh yeah, Mask. Yeah. And then he would have somehow segued it to Airwolf. Right. <laughs> Yo, that has sure like how. probably the best opening theme song of oh, any yeah. Show. Awesome. Oh. Remember, like when ringtones first came out, my buddy had that as his ringtone, and I was like, I, "I'm I'm not even mad." <laughs> I would that. I would call him just for shits and giggles. Remember that racket, fucking mm -hmm. the ringtone market. Yeah, oh. indeed. Fucking yeah. ninety nine cents for like a fucking like 
Axel F. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. Although in hindsight, I probably should have gotten the Monty Python message for you, son. <laughs> I where did you even get those from? I can't even remember. Was it? How I mean, get them on your phone. Like I, I remember the Apple Store, it's like an Apple selling store? them, and like the Play Store probably had some things like that. I remember trying to just make my own with like MP3s when, it, but then it was like mm-hmm. this is just too much work. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could uh, on my flip phone, you could record somebody. Yeah. So like uh, a girl I did in high school played a piano one time and I made that her ringtone. Oh, she played it more than that. But one time I recorded it. Mm -hmm. Could you play my ringtone for me? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Well done. If you liked what you heard, you ever want to hear more of it. The best thing you could do is give us five stars and tell us what your ringtone or lunchbox was. Yes. If you don't like what you heard, go to waywardraven.com and just yell at us. <laughs> yeah. And if you liked it, go there and buy stuff. All caps. Merch. A lot of stuff. Coming soon. That'll I mean, be the show notes. We, st- we still have a, a certain discount code for, for yep. fans. Oh. Neckbeard. Yep. Is your yeah. Favorite. It's still there. It's still, when we poured at the website, I brought that along. Excellent. Because it's in our plug. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. yeah, we've never stopped plugging that. Uh, now, if only someone would use it. Well, yeah. It was our first ever discount code. So what yeah. are you going to do? You're, it's, it's nostalgic at this point. Yeah, right. Right. I got to change the it message. Never that pops up then. <laughs> if uh, if you wanted to support us in other ways, you could go to our website at violentpress.com. Rob Bass made that. Uh, or find us on the socials at Geekcast Live. I was going to say it's GCL, but that doesn't make any sense. It's Geekcast nope. Live. We're Geekcast, Geekcast Live, Live everywhere, except for our website, which is Violent Press. Um, funny story yep. there. <laughs> yep. There is a story. Um, it's not as funny as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's pretty funny because of the uh, just technological snafu that it was. Um, But I digress. We did if find you want to the old us, website, which is great. Yeah, you can. It's there. Uh, I'm not going to tell nowhere, you where you know where to look. Yeah. Go, go listen to our old shows. Get us you can go downloads. all the way back to season one, episode two, if you wanted. Yep. Or season one, episode one, which I think had you guys on it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. We weren't on it, but you were talking. That's how we, we connected. Uh, like, that's right. was like, yo, these guys did a podcast about us. So I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. We just liked your website for some reason. I still, I still remember that day. I'm waiting. I'm on the bus, right? Ready to go into, into work. And Mark sends me a text, yo, you need to go to check out this podcast. <laughs> so I listened to you guys on my commute and I walk into Mark's office and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> no idea. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> Our entire podcasting journey has been like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. From start to finish. Absolutely. Well, it hasn't finished. Yeah, knock on wood, right? <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I'm if, if if it's a decade from now and there's still a platform for it, I hope to still be doing it. So yeah, uh, actually, which I just realized too, like because we've been doing this for about a decade, and you guys yeah. have been doing this for a minute too now. Yeah, uh, December eighteenth, twenty thirteen was our first episode. Yep, that's not too for us. It was like what October, twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at us! Look yeah. at us! We're like a. We're it's like so a weird because my anniversary, meme. my ten year anniversary, is September as well. Hot. <laughs> so like, yeah. As always, ASAP and Mark, we love you. 
Thanks for coming on. Nice to see your faces. The, uh, yeah. the yeah. cameras really, they really if, change uh, things. If you'd like to see their faces someday, oh, go yeah. to patreon.com slash geekcast live. And if you want our faces on t-shirts on your bodies, go to uh, gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. Call your grandparents. Oh, my God. We love you very much. See you in hell. (laughs) Bye. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, 'er ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that? Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from their ways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.